0: If left to his natural instincts, a child meets every living creature with a mixture of shyness and bright interest. He becomes an enemy of the wild, learning to frighten and harry and kill, not from nature, but from the evil example of his elders. From William J. Long, Minister Naturalist, 1857-1952. Good morning, everyone. I'm Rob McCall. This is the Awanajo Almanac, a collection of natural and unnatural events, rank opinion, and wild speculation devoted to feeling at home in nature and breaking down that wall of hostility between us and the rest of creation. And this is the Almanac for July 27th to August 3rd, 2012, the first quarter of the new, of the sturgeon moon, excuse me, So here's some natural events from the Almanac archives. Magic kingdoms with talking animals are popular vacation destinations because they remind us of a long ago time when we really could converse with other creatures. Many adults cannot remember any communication from a wild animal other than one of fear. Songbirds squawk into the sky when we approach Squirrels run up the trees, scolding us. Deer flee at the sight or smell of us. Blue jays and crows shout a warning to other creatures whenever we approach. It's enough to make you feel unwanted. So we try to get friendly with other creatures. We feed them. We tell them not to be afraid that we won't hurt them. But they know better. They know who causes the destruction of fields and forests whose cars kill them by the thousands, how can they do anything other than retreat and refuse to talk with us? After centuries of treating animals like mindless meat, unable to feel pain and with no soul or mind, how can we now expect them to be intelligent enough to tell the difference between human beings who maim and kill them and those who contribute to the Audubon Society and the World Wildlife Fund? Here's a first-rank opinion. We can't expect animals to dress up in human clothes and speak English. Mickey Mouse and Big Bird are not animals, and pretending that they are is a disservice to our children and to all animals. Still, every now and then, a wild animal will have the courage to break down the wall and engage with us. Animals sing and dance their truth, and they speak about their whole tribe, not just about themselves. Be still in the wild for a while, and they will come to you in their own good time. After a few hours, you'll be approached by curious birds. After a day and a night, larger animals may appear. And after 40 days and 40 nights in one place, you and they will be truly intimately conversing. And the wall of hostility will be broken down at last. Uh, Here's a rank opinion, too. In former days, our flag always had a home and someone to care for and honor it daily in front of the school or the town hall or the library or the grange. But now as summer lengthens, so does the annual Humiliation of Homeless Flags festival in many towns. In an attempt at patriotism on a grand scale, forlorn flags are hung from every ugly utility pole for months on end, untended and unprotected from rain, wind, sun, diesel smoke, and in violation of the Universal Flag Code, which reads It is the universal custom to display the flag only from sunrise to sunset, unless properly illuminated during the hours of darkness. The flag should not be displayed on days when the weather is inclement. The humiliation of these homeless flags remind us of the humiliation of homeless people all over the world in violation of the Universal Declaration of Human Rights. Everyone has the right to a standard of living adequate for the health and well-being of himself and of his family, including food, clothing, housing, medical care, and necessary social services. When we see these flags, let them remind us of the homeless everywhere. Refugees from war in Iraq, Afghanistan, Pakistan, Syria, Sudan, Congo. Refugees from poverty in Haiti, Dominica, and Mexico. Rather than hanging Chinese-made American flags to fade in the rain, and twist in the wind. Let our love for our country be shown by our insisting on homes, food, education, jobs, medical care, and equal rights for every person. Now that would be patriotism on a grand scale. Finally, here's a seed pod for you to carry around with you this week from Norman Thomas, If you want a symbolic gesture, don't burn the flag. Wash it. Well, that's the almanac for this quarter moon, but don't take it from me. Go out and see for yourself.